Are you in search of natural relief from your daily stresses? Well, Strava Craft Coffee is a CBD-rich, hemp oil-infused coffee that is non-psychoactive, helps reduce pain naturally, keeps those coffee jitters away, and so much more. I started drinking it because I had degenerative arthritis, and I would prefer to drink coffee that has natural ingredients in it for healing, and this coffee treats the inflammatory process that happens from having degenerative arthritis. That was Robin. She's been drinking Strava Craft coffee every day for months now, and she is so happy with the results. I would recommend it to America, to everyone, because it is a fantastic product. It delivers. It does what it says it's going to do, and it's amazing. Put your body back in balance with Strava Craft Coffee and see how good you feel. Order online today and use promo code BSN2018 for 20% off. That's BSN2018. Welcome in to the BSN Nuggets podcast presented by Inwego. Joined by a special guest, Mason Plumwell. I thought he was going to knock that ref out in LA. <laughs> Coaches will get testy with officials, but to run out onto the court and yeah. cut him off, yeah. I've never seen that before. You should have taken a charge on him. <laughs> A special guest, Darrell Arthur. When did you first realize Nicole Jokic was good? We was in Philadelphia for Jameer's kind of like team bonding thing, and I knew it right away that he was going to be good. He was making great passes and good reads and stuff like that, and I said, this kid's going to be good. He's turned out to be a star. He has a great upside to him, and I know he'll be a Hall of Famer once he's done playing. And now, here's your hosts, Harrison Wind and Christian Clark. What's going on, guys? Welcome to a brand new BSN Nuggets podcast. Late Tuesday night, early Wednesday morning edition of the show. Harrison Wind here, solo edition of the show today. We are presented, of course, by Total Beverage. If you guys didn't know, Total Beverage has an awesome deal going on exclusively for BSN listeners right now. You guys can get $10 off a $50 purchase or more on their website and app by using the promo code BSN10. That's BSN10. So again, if you use that promo code BSN10, you can save $10 off a $50 order for all your holiday parties. Have it delivered right to your door too because Total Beverage makes it super convenient. You can have all your liquor, wine, beer, and spirits delivered right to your door from anywhere in the North Metro area all the way from Wheat Ridge to Erie. Man, do we got a doozy to talk about today. The Nuggets beat the Thunder 121-112. What I want to do is recap this game on a high level. Not going to go for too long tonight. And then at the tail end, I want to play you the entirety of Will Barton's post-game press conference with the media because it was one of his better ones and it was coming after a big game for him on both ends of the floor. So I'm going to play that at the tail end here. But first, the buildup to this game was incredible. The hype around this game was unbelievable. I was going into this game saying, this felt like the second most hyped game of the regular season, but the most meaningful of the regular season. That Warriors game earlier this year, that was more hyped, I felt like. I just got more of a sense throughout the city, talking with people, casual basketball fans, hardcore basketball fans, back when that Golden State matchup was creeping up and the day that game took place. That seemed like the more hyped matchup. But the thing about that one was 
that game really didn't mean a whole lot in the grand scheme of things. I feel like if the Nuggets had won, it would have been great. If the Warriors, they obviously did win. It didn't really mean a ton in the aftermath, but this Thunder game seemed like it carried a bit more meaning, I would say, and it was also really hyped. I'd say the second most hyped game of the regular season, and... Man, it certainly did not disappoint. This one was tight throughout. I felt like Oklahoma City kind of punched the Nuggets in the mouth first. They got off to like a 13-7, 13-8 lead. Denver countered well. They fought back, and then the Nuggets really opened things up in the second quarter. Got out to a 35-25 to advantage. In the third quarter, things were tight. Denver tried to pull away at the end of the third. It seemed like they were going to a little bit, and then Oklahoma City kind of got the momentum back. Paul George hit a half-court buzzer beater at the end of that quarter, which cut the Nuggets' lead to around 13, I believe. And then the Thunder kind of just roared back behind Paul George. I mean, Paul George finished with 25 points in this game, and Will Barton really held him in check. I'm going to touch on Will Barton's night in a second and how well he played on both ends of the floor. But Paul George carried this Thunder team down the stretch. Like I said, he had 25 in the game. 19 of those came in the second half, so he did most of his damage in the third and fourth quarters. 13 of them came in the fourth quarter where he played all 12 minutes in this one. So uh, this was a really close game throughout. Denver finished things off late at the line. Nikola Jokic, kind of the hero for the Nuggets in this one. They go to him a ton down the stretch. He has a huge game, 36 points, 9 rebounds, 10 assists, goes 11 of 25 from the field, 4 of 7 from 3. Finally got the three-point shot working. That was another thing in this game that kind of saved Denver. The Thunder could not shoot for three. Paul George was three of 14 from deep. Russell Westbrook did hit two threes, two of five, better than his normal shooting. Jeremy Grant hit a couple threes. Markeith Morris had a couple. But other than that, Dennis Schroeder had a terrible night. He was one of seven. The Thunder could not hit anything from downtown. The Nuggets did. They hit 46.4% of their threes. But getting back to what I was saying, Jokic is a hero down the stretch, finishes with 36 points, goes 10 of 13 from the line. And in the fourth quarter, in winning time down the stretch, like I said, Nuggets go to him like they've done at the end of tight games, really throughout the entire season. He scores nine points in the fourth quarter, goes 7 of 10 from the line down the stretch to seal the win. First thing I want to touch on here is just the overall defense the Nuggets played in this one. I had an inkling that Oklahoma City could win this matchup because I just didn't really see how Denver was going to match up with these guys. And maybe I overthought it because Nuggets have now won five straight against the Thunder. Paul George had really gone off in most of those matchups before tonight, but it just didn't seem like on paper Denver had a ton of good matchups with these guys especially with Gary Harris coming off the bench under that minute restriction and Denver being so up and down on the defensive end of the floor. What they pretty much did, they started Malik Beasley on Russell Westbrook, and I feel like Malik has had some good moments as a defender this year. He's had some poor moments as a defender, but if you're matching him up on somebody, he's much better at playing guys who are going to be on the ball that he can just focus in on and just 
kind of have all his attention to. He's much better at playing defense on the ball than he is uh, in help side or against the wing. So he was mashed up on Russell Westbrook, and you know, Westbrook goes 8 of 14 from the field, 22 points, 14 rebounds, 9 assists, 7 turnovers, though, for Westbrook. And I got to say, I feel like Malik did a fine job on him. Really, whatever you were hoping Malik Beasley could give you defensively on Russell Westbrook, I feel like he did a good job or did really as good of a job as you really could have hoped for. Nuggets stuck Jamal Murray on Terrence Ferguson. Uh, Ferguson did not do much offensively, just one of three from the field for three points. Will Barton was the primary defender on Paul George for a lot of this game, and that was really the story. Paul George goes just 7 of 24 from the field, 3 of 14 from 3. Like I said, he has killed the Nuggets in a lot of these recent matchups between Denver and Oklahoma City. Uh, so you got to give Barton a lot of credit there. You've also got to give a lot of credit to Torrey Craig and Gary Harris who checked Paul George off of Denver's bench throughout. Uh, but overall, I feel like this was another solid, not spectacular Defensive performance from Denver. These couple games coming out of the break, Nuggets have had some better defensive moments than they had going into the break. Uh, the Clippers game was definitely a standout defensive performance, holding LA under 100 points. Uh, Oklahoma City got going. Look, they're a really good team, uh, but I think overall Denver played well enough, obviously, uh, to win on the defensive end. Another thing is I don't think Oklahoma City had their best night. Westbrook had a solid game. Like I said, Paul George didn't. Part of that I felt like was Denver's defense and Barton and Craig and Harris. Part of that was it just did not seem he, like he was in a great rhythm. Jeremy Grant did a lot of the heavy lifting uh, for the Thunder, 21 points on 9-12 shooting. Uh, but other than that, they didn't get a ton of other contributions. Steven Adams had a nice game, 15 points on 7-12 shooting. Nerlens Noel actually stole a lot of the crunch time minutes from him. And Dennis Schroeder seemed like that was the guy the Nuggets were wanting the Thunder to try to beat them with. And Dennis Schroeder certainly obliged, and the Nuggets were quite happy about that. Schroeder goes 5 of 17 from the field, 1 of 7 from 3, 11 points. He kind of shot the Thunder out of this game at times, so... I don't think that was something Oklahoma City had planned for, but like I said, it was something the Nuggets were uh, really willing uh, to let up. So I'd say overall a solid but not spectacular defensive performance from Denver. It was good enough to win. And late in this one, Denver got a couple game-saving plays, game-altering plays, game-changing plays on the defensive end of the floor from Paul Millsap. And this has been a theme for a lot of this season. You know how much we have stressed on this podcast, how important Paul Millsap has been to the Nuggets' success this year. You can look at the Nuggets' win-loss record when Paul Millsap is on the floor uh, for evidence of just that. I, I mean, when Paul Millsap has been in the lineup over the past two seasons— the Nuggets are 59-28 and 28 after this one over the Thunder. When he's been sidelined and injured, the Nuggets are 29-26. and 26. They're pretty much a 500 team without him, and they play at one of the best paces in the league and win at one of the best clips in the league with him. And at the end of this one, he had a block, which could have been a goaltending, but they called it a block. 
He had a couple other big defensive plays. Michael Malone said after this game, Paul knows what time it is. Paul knows we've got 22 games left in the season. Paul knows this is the stretch run. He's been here before while a lot of other guys on this team haven't. He knows what time it is. He knows how he's got to up his play at this juncture in the season. And I think that's what we're seeing. Nicole Jokic had a lot of key defensive plays down the stretch as well. And I mentioned Will Barton. He did a really good job on Paul George this evening. Paul George did not shoot well. I think NBA.com tracking data had Paul George at 3 of 10 from the field with Will Barton as his primary defender. Still some noise to that data, but I think that gives you a pretty good idea of what Will Barton was able to do as a defender on Paul George here on Tuesday. And finally, the 10 of 38, the Thunder shot from 3. Some aspects of three-point defense are luck for sure, but you've definitely seen more attention to detail, I felt like, and less messed up rotations, I'll say, on the defensive end of the floor when it comes to accounting for three-point shooters over the past couple of games than the Nuggets had before the All-Star break. Let's hit a break real quick. I got a couple more things I want to get to on tonight's show. And then, like I said, I want to play you Will Barton's full post-game audio from this Nuggets win. It was one of his better ones. I want to touch on the three-guard lineup that the Nuggets have been going to on their bench unit, which almost cost them this game. And I've got a couple other notes from this Nuggets win. I'll be right back. If you're living in Colorado and you are craving some good old Southern barbecue, be sure to give Moe's Original Barbecue a try. My favorite thing about Moe's Original Barbecue is we are a Southern soul food revival. We make everything from scratch daily, house-made smoked meats, and customer service to the next level. That was Robbie Peoples, one of the managers over at Moe's Original Barbecue. And like he mentioned, they have incredible food, awesome customer service, and I think my favorite part is how cool the environment is in both of their locations. We have live music at Moe's at our south location, 3295 South Broadway, with a full PA system, ticket sales. Uh, we have national bands, we have local bands. If you're a local band interested in playing, feel free to contact us at mosdenver.com. We would love to have you come down and play for a big old party at Mo's Original Barbecue. Not only do they have live music, but they also have a bowling alley and a dozen TVs with all of your favorite games on. They have two locations, one in downtown Denver off Broadway and 6th, and of course the other one that Robbie mentioned in Inglewood. I would recommend some Mo's to someone because we cater to all needs, a family-friendly atmosphere. We have Colorado beers on tap, all the games on the TVs. It will blow your mind with amazing barbecue. Welcome back to the BSN Nuggets podcast presented by Total Beverage. Hey, I want to remind you guys, if you're holding out on a BSN Denver subscription, this is a great time to sign up. We've got a deal running right now where you can get a BSN Denver one-year subscription for only $29.99. It's usually $35.99 a year. So with this discount, your price per month comes out to just $2.50 a month. It's really less than a cup of coffee a month. Not a ton of money for awesome Nuggets, Rockies, Avalanche, Broncos content every day on bsndenver.com. And how do you get that? Go to bsndenver.com backslash subscribe. Type in the promo code NUGGETS all capitals, N-U-G-G-E-T-S. And what makes this special offer even cooler is if enough of you Nuggets fans sign up with that promo code Nuggets, if more of you guys sign up, 
then Rockies fans do it their promo code, then Avalanche and Broncos fans do it their promo code. If more of you guys sign up than them, all of you will get a free t-shirt from the BSN Denver Locker. Awesome Nugget shirts on there, Rocky shirts, Avalanche shirts, Bronco shirts as well. So make sure to get on this offer quickly before it runs out. If you guys are still holding out on a BSN Denver subscription, head over to bsndenver.com backslash subscribe. Hit that promo code Nuggets and get that one-year subscription for only $29.99. It comes out to $2.50 a day. Something I thought was fascinating to come out of this game and will be definitely something to monitor going forward is the Nuggets bench lineup with Isaiah Thomas. Over the past couple games, and I've written about this, I put a extensive Nuggets film room together and this was one of the topics that was addressed in it. It was something we touched on on Monday's edition of the show, but the most popular lineup the Nuggets have been going to off their bench consisted of three guards and three guards playing together that kind of makes up an undersized backcourt, makes up an undersized point guard, shooting guard, small forward combo. And that's been Isaiah Thomas, Monte Morris, and Gary Harris, Denver's starting shooting guard, who's come off the bench here as he's getting his minutes ramped up from an adductor injury that kept him out before the All-Star break. In the first two games, that that trio, that small ball backcourt bench trio that I was referencing, Isaiah Thomas, Monte Morris, and Gary Harris, they played together in those first two games that all three of those guys were healthy for. They played 32 minutes. They outscored their opponent by seven points. So a, a decent differential there. And if you look at their advanced numbers, you know, they were pretty good when Gary Harris, Isaiah Thomas, and Monte Morris were on the floor together prior to Tuesday night in those first two games. A 109.3 offensive rating, a 98.7 defensive rating, good for a 10.6 net rating. And that was one of the things I noted in that Nuggets film room that's up on bsendenver.com that Denver had so far through two games managed to play pretty good defense with Isaiah Thomas on the floor and that yes, the Thunder would be a much different and a much tougher challenge in the 14 minutes that Isaiah Thomas, Monte Morris, and Gary Harris played together. The Nuggets were a minus five. They really struggled on the defensive end of the floor. And in the six minutes that the Isaiah Thomas, Gary Harris, Monte Morris, Torrey Craig, and Mason Plumlee bench lineup played. That was the Nuggets' most used bench lineup in this game. That group was outscored by 12 points. A lot of that came in that early fourth quarter run courtesy of Paul George. That lineup did not look good to me. I felt like for a second consecutive game, Isaiah Thomas struggled. He was a minus eight in 15 minutes. 11 points. He hit that big four-point play, which gave Denver a lot of momentum in the first half. He was two or three from beyond the arc. But overall, I feel like Denver just definitely took a step back when he was on the floor here on Tuesday. Michael Malone did say after the game that Monte Morris was playing sick. So maybe that was part of the reason why he only played 15 minutes. But overall, you want to see Monte get closer to that 20 mark, I think obviously as long as he's healthy out there. So that's going to be something to monitor for sure going forward 
Thursday against the Jazz, later this week against the Pelicans, and throughout the rest of the season. Uh, how does Denver's bench unit look with Isaiah Thomas? I still feel like we don't really know quite yet. It's definitely going to be a fascinating topic to follow over the next couple of weeks. The final point I want to make here, speaking about uh, this Nuggets win before I get to the Will Barton audio from the Nuggets locker room, Nikola Jokic, he's unveiling a new part of his game here, or I should say a more improved part of his game. It's his post-offense. I'm not sure if you guys have noticed, but this guy is becoming an absolute beast in the post. I mean, here on Tuesday, he had his way with Steven Adams uh, so much, and I know Steven Adams was in foul trouble, but the Thunder opted for Nerlens Noel a lot down the stretch to guard Nikola Jokic because he was just having his way uh, with Steven Adams. He can overpower anybody in the post right now. The guy has gotten really strong. He just knows how to use his body. I'm confident that he can really back down and go to work against anybody in the post, whether that's at the Marcus Cousins or a Marcus All or Yusuf Nurkic. I'm not sure there's anybody that can really stop him one-on-one in the post right now, and it's not even with the finesse game that he's beating these guys with. It's with the straight power game, just putting a shoulder into somebody, backing somebody down like he's Shaq out there, just absolutely going to work, putting guys under the rim, putting guys into the basket. It's been incredible to watch. This guy came into the league not super strong. He was such a finesse player. And finesse is still a big part of his game, obviously, but so is power now. He is such a powerful player down on the block, and I feel like that's given him some more confidence. He seems so much more confident in the post that he can just beat anybody there when he gets the ball one-on-one, and it's just made him a much more dominant player. He is dominant in the paint right now, in the post right now, and that was apparent at the end of this game where Denver just really went to him time and time again in the fourth quarter. And he's grown up a lot, Nikola Jokic has, at the end of games. And I feel like his refined post game, and not just the moves he's got, his repertoire of lefty and righty scoops and hooks and whatnot, but just his sheer power is so much more apparent this year than in years past. It's really helped his game, I think. I will probably get into some more notes, some more specific observations on Wednesday's show, which I'll record with Christian Clark. I want to hit a break, though, and when I come back, I want to wrap up by playing this audio to you from Will Barton after this Nuggets win. He was reflective. He was transparent. He really gave us a look into some of the frustrations he's had this season and how he's been able to overcome what's been a trying season from him, from the injury to the rehab to watching the Nuggets climb up the Western Conference standings without him to now rejoining the rotation and the starting lineup and struggling to get on track on both ends of the floor. And then after this game, one of his best performances against the Thunder where he plays solid defense on Paul George And he does it on the offensive end, too, scoring 23 points on 9 of 16 shooting. Michael Malone said after this game that Will Barton texted him after the Clippers game saying he wanted the Paul George matchup. He wanted the Paul George assignment. 
Michael Malone gave it to him, and obviously it paid off, so Will talks about that a little bit as well. Let's take a break real quick, and I will get to that on the other side. We'll be right back on the BSN Nuggets podcast. Hey, BSN fans, your favorite Colorado sports network has partnered with your favorite Colorado beer, and we're giving them away for free. But in true BSN fashion, we're not letting you go to some major chain for it. We want you to go to your local neighborhood bar and support a real Colorado business. That's why we've created the bar page where any BSN subscriber can go in and get a free beer whenever they want. Just go to bsnbars.com and you can get one free Coors Banquet at any bar on that list. All you have to do is show the bartender the VIP image on that page in your browser and you can retrieve a free Coors Banquet beer at any of those bars. There are over 20 bars there. You're sure to find one close to you. It's bsnbars.com. Find a bar and get a free Coors Banquet on the house. Thanks for listening to the BSN Denver Podcast Network. Welcome back to the BSN Nuggets podcast presented by Total Beverage. Here's what Will Barton had to say after a thrilling 121-112 victory over the Oklahoma City Thunder. Paul Millsap said you're an extremely underrated defender. Is that something that you have definitely been trying to work on and push ahead and become better at throughout the season? Oh uh, Yeah, definitely. Uh, just trying to take pride in it. You know, sometimes it might not be as fundamentally sound as a Gary Harris or a Toy Craig, but um, I'm just competitive. Like I said, I've pooped in the streets a lot. <laughs> you don't want nobody scoring on me. So I just you know, try to be competitive, stay competitive like I am, and hope good. for the best. Well, it looked for most of the season, when you, since you came back, like you were trying to get comfortable. You were trying to get your confidence back. And tonight, you looked like thrilled. What was the, kind of the difference tonight? Um, just, you know, just get my legs back under me, feeling comfortable having a lot of games under my belt. Um, it's, just, it's just going to be like this this year. Um, you know, it's, I figure coming this season is going to be probably my toughest year yet just because, you know, I got everything I wanted. And I feel like when you get everything you want now, the real test comes. So now it's just a mental battle with myself on and off the court about this. You know, if you really want something, you got to change some things. So, you know, I, I kind of – came to the season on that. I talked to my mentor today about that. It's crazy he said that. So it's about, uh, you know, it's, it's going to be a tough year, but embrace it. I'm tough, so it's nothing. Coach Wallen said, you, you texted him and said, yeah, I want Paul George in this game. Just what did you feel like you, know, you wanted to take that matchup on? just wanted to challenge myself. Uh, you know, give Paul George credit. You know, one of the best players in the NBA this year, having an MVP caliber season. And, uh, I just wanted to, you know, try to make it as hard as I could for him. And like I said, just challenge myself, get myself going, and you know, not wanting to, you know, like I said, be embarrassed or cook on TV. Did it take any lobbying on your end? Any arguing with the coach to no, get coach, that matchup? Coach, coach said you got it. That's it. The opening uh, night starting lineup hadn't played since the second game of the season. The fourth quarter as the lineup that closed it. First of all, did you notice that? And then second of all, what does it mean to finally, after all this, get that group back together? Yeah, I noticed it. I noticed it. Uh, especially for me, I just like having G next to me out there. It's like mm-hmm. a comfort, you know. Like I said, we've been playing together so long that we don't even have to talk. We just know, you know, certain things, man, I've got to do offensively and defensively. So it's like a shield for me. And, uh, you know, it's a talented group. 
how big was Paul Millsap's early fourth quarter run when he was getting those offensive rebounds and you know getting those couple blocks? Real big. It wasn't just that, man. I know you guys probably can't hear, but he was just talking on the court. They went on a big run, and he, you know, he pulled us all together and just told us calm down. You know, let's get back to playing. You know, Nuggets basketball, and stand together. And then he went out there and proved it, and, and, and took the first after the point itself by you know getting on the glass and still messing possessions, blocking shots. He was just everywhere. Well, you just sort of alluded to it, but some of those buckets you scored, you feel like you were back on the playground a little bit? I always feel like that when I'm playing at my best. Um, that's just who I am. At the end of the day, I'm a basketball player. I'm a hooper. Um, you, know, you can't put me in no box. I can't be positionalized or anything like that. I just got to go out there and play. What's the feeling around this team right now after you beat this Thunder team again and, and you see the number one seed right there? It's just the vibe right now. I think it's just been the same vibe it's been for a long time around here. We're one of the best teams in the league, and night in and night out, we just got to keep trying to prove it. Um, we, we have no fear. Uh, this is a deeper talented team, uh, probably the most talented I've ever been a part of. And you can just tell by our demeanor and our attitude. We just want to compete with the best because we feel like we are the best. At what point do you start getting excited for the playoffs? Do you start letting yourself look past just... I was excited when we lost last year. Once we lost last year, so I was already excited. I already planned. You mentioned uh, a couple minutes ago discussion with your mentor. What, what does that do for your mind uh, ahead of a game like this? Uh, it does a lot for me. It just helps me keep things in perspective. Uh, not to get too down, not to get too high, but, you know, just, you know, bring back, you know, my goals and what I want to do for the beginning of the season and, you know, just get my mind right. That's all. So I thought some really reflective and interesting and just informative and uh, fascinating comments from Will Barton there as he's prone to do after a lot of Nuggets games. He's always got a great perspective. I've said many times he's the pulse of this team, and I feel like a lot of that really came out in that Q&A session. I think that's all I got for tonight's show. I hope you guys enjoyed it. hope it gave you some decent takeaways from this game. We'll be back Wednesday afternoon. I'll be recording with Christian Cluck. Then we'll touch on this game in some more detail. And I've also got some other thoughts on... Couple Nuggets lineups that they've been throwing out there. Uh, some things that I kind of want to see happen against Utah. But we'll get to that on Wednesday show. Talk to you guys then. The biggest benefits of CBD are our cognitive, our neuroprotection, neuroregeneration, anti inflammatory. And then a lot of the most common situations that, that people are taking it are for pain. That is Arthur Jaffe, a former CU Buffs football player and founder of Elixinol, a Colorado-based company focused on providing the highest quality of CBD oil and hemp extracts in the world. Like Arthur mentioned earlier, CBD has significant medical benefits and isn't limited to just athletes. Everyone can take it, from adults and children to even your dog. I wished I would have learned about it or that it would have been more prominent at a younger age to potentially have, have given my father a, a significant opportunity to fight prostate cancer, which ultimately took his life when I was 13. You know, I really think that it would have helped him. Arthur and the folks over at Elixinol's mission is to educate, inspire, and empower others to live naturally healthy, happy lives. To learn more and join the CBD conversation, check out elixinol.com.